This morning I'd like to continue exploring the mind at work, the natural processes of the mind. And talk a little bit about, a little more about perception. I talked a little bit about it the other day. I'd just like to explore it a little bit more with you. So perception, or sanya in the Pali, is uh, one of these mental processes. It's a process that recognizes what we're experiencing. What we're seeing, hearing, smelling, thinking, feeling. It's related to... um, how memory works in our minds. Essentially, um, the, the, the shortcut that our minds use to help us identify experience. You know, imagining when we're a baby, you know, that pretty much we're seeing blotches of form and color, and then over time we begin to recognize this certain blotch of form and color comes with milk. <laughs> 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 and this becomes mom. You know. So this, this, um, you know, this perceptual process is developed over experiencing things multiple times and beginning to remember them, recognize them, and it's just a natural functioning of the mind. We can't stop it from happening. It's just a process that naturally happens. We also can't do it, uh, particularly. It's again, it's a, it's something that happens. So, beginning to recognize this process, um, that the simplest way, in my experience at least, to recognize this process of perception, as I mentioned the other day, is through hearing. The um, how we recognize the objects of hearing. Bird. So there's the sound. And then the mind identifies that sound in some, in some way. Using a form of a thought process to, to identify it often. It may identify it with an image in the mind. It may identify it with a word. Um, even I, uh, I've not experienced this much, but even perhaps as a felt sense in the body. So that, that we can begin to see that process in the mind, that there's the hearing and then there's the mind recognizing it. It, it can almost sound or seem like a label, those of you who have done the labeling or noting practice, the way the mind recognizes experience can seem like the mind is labeling experience. Bird, cold, airplane. <laughs> um, so that, the, that um, sometimes people who've done the noting practice and come to this practice and start uh, 
recognizing that their mind is doing this, they try to stop this process. It's like, I'm, I'm not supposed to be noting. Let me stop doing this. And that's, this, this is not something that can be stopped. There is an intentionality to noting, uh, which can be dropped. But this process of, of perception just happens for us. Another way of kind of noticing or recognizing this perceptual process I've experienced uh, is when the mind doesn't quite recognize something initially. Um, When it's not familiar with what's going on, sometimes you can watch the mind try on various perceptions. You know, it'll, it'll... Try that one, and they go, no, and try that, no. (laughs) Um, One evening I was doing a a retreat here, and I walked into the living room area, and the, it was dark in the living room. You know, there was, it was nighttime, and there wasn't much light on, and there was this big kind of shape over in the corner. And the first perception the mind tried on was, it's a deformed being. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> but it took quite a while. You know, I'd say maybe five seconds for the mind to actually, and probably because the, the eyes adjusted, right? I mean, there was a process of adjustment to the, to the light. So the perceptual process also depends on conditions, uh, actual conditions. So the visual perceptual process can depend upon light, for example. So in that situation, and the eye adjusting to the conditions of light, in that situation, walking into the room with very dark, the mind went to deformed being, but after a few uh, seconds, the mind adjusting, it recognized them as the, the, the shape as a vase of flowers. So you can sometimes watch the mind putting a perception together like that. So part of the reason for exploring this process, it's as a, it is a functioning of mind, and this is an aspect of what um, exploring the mind is, um, an aspect of exploring the mind is noticing the processes, the functioning of the mind. But it's not just simply to do it, I mean, it's not just simply because, well, it's there, so... Let's look at it. It's more because the Buddha actually highlighted these processes of mind as being places where we get caught, places where we identify and construct the self. So it's really helpful to begin to notice these processes as processes (coughs) and begin to see how we get caught, how we get into trouble, how we struggle, how we um, move into reactivity based on these various processes. So looking at perception, what are some ways that perception mm, sends us off? Or what are oh, the ways that actually it's, it's more our responses to perception sends us off? Um, the Buddha gave an analogy for the process of perception that I think points to one of the ways or one of the aspects that catches us. His analogy for perception is that it's like a mirage. So 
um, a mirage, you know, is um, well, seeing something that's not actually there, but I think the way mirages actually work in the desert is that when the conditions are just right with the light and the moisture in the air, you're actually seeing um, something beyond, uh, there's kind of a, it's like a mirror reflecting something in the sky or, you know, just in the water vapor. So, you know, you're seeing, it's possible, I think, in the desert to actually see the oasis, right? You see the oasis. And it's not just, it's not just that it's constructed completely in your mind because you want water and shade. It may be that there is an oasis further out that's kind of being reflected in the, in the sky, in the moisture, in the air, and the way the sun is refracting things. And so you're seeing a reflection, you're seeing, you're seeing a reflection of something, but you're not seeing the real thing, and you mistake it for the real thing, thinking, oh, there it is, and and you think you'll get to it soon, and it's not there. So perceptions like a mirage points to this aspect of mistaking perception, mistaking um, our concepts for reality. And this is a way that perception fools us. What we are experiencing with perception is a reflection of what's out there. It's not actually what is out there. And this is all that we can experience. You know, this this inner uh, landscape. I mean, the first line of the Dhammapada: all that we experience is led by mind, made by mind. Everything we experience is a construct of the mind. And these constructs of the mind are greatly influenced by conditions, by defilements, by views. As I talked about last night, the way delusion, greed, and aversion impact how we see things, how we perceive things. So mistaking our perceptions for reality, this can be uh, highlighted. I mean, this is, this is not so easy to notice that we are... Um, uh, that our perceptions are simply constructs of mind. It becomes a little easier to see when we notice perceptions making mistake, perception making mistakes. That we can see how we had believed a perception and then in the next few moments recognize, oh, that perception is not accurate. There's a story, I can't remember what who, which teacher told the story, but... Um, this teacher was uh, in a foreign country, maybe India, and was walking down the street and saw approaching him very rapidly a snake. And, you know, fear, reaction arose, you know, the snake coming right at him. And then the next moment he recognized there was a horse standing nearby and he recognized it was a stream of urine. <laughs> approaching him from the horse. So there there was the you know the perception of snake and then a response to it, right? So there was a uh, a reaction. 
very natural, of course, that we would have that reaction. And I'm glad that we don't, you know, that we can't just stop these reactions. You know, it's very hard. If it had been a snake, this would, <laughs> this would be an appropriate response. But it does point to the fact that what we are responding to is not what's out there. It's in our minds. And this is, this is how we respond everything. We are responding to what our mind is creating and understanding that this is how perception works and understanding that this process of perception can easily be co-opted by delusion. Really helpful to know this. Another aspect of perception that, or the perceptual process, that's helpful to uh, learn a little bit about, understand a little bit about, is the rapidity with which perception moves to thinking. And perception moves to thinking, moves to Papancha, mental proliferation. So, for example, you know, there's the um, the sound of um, squirrels chattering. There's the recognition of squirrel. Maybe an image in your mind of a squirrel sitting in a tree. Or two squirrels, you know talking to each other. And then perhaps additional thoughts following from that. Squirrels you've seen in your neighborhood. The squirrel that leaps on your bird feeder and eats all the bird seed. And then a little bit of, you know, how can I fix that bird bird feeder? And we're off. So very quickly, a perception, if we're not aware of it as a perception, will lead us into thinking, into mental uh, landscape proliferation. So I've seen in my own experience that not recognizing perception when it happens is a really common way for the mind to wander. So this is another helpful tool for beginning to, to notice where the mind gets lost. So noticing the difference between perception and thinking. And um, in, in noticing that difference, the diluting nature of perception gets a little bit uh, weaker for us. So I think that's enough of uh, 